0: Introduction. On a clear Saturday night in downtown Philadelphia... A spectacular Mafia assassination is captured by a TV news chopper, and the footage becomes a worldwide viral sensation. This lurid publicity stunt is the work of Julian Breton, a professional culture hacker who honed his dark arts running psychological warfare operations for the U.S. military. But Breton appears to have killed the wrong man in a case of mistaken identity. His intended target, a charismatic Mafia prince named Ricky Dante, now has no choice but to find Breton and eliminate him, because if if Dante's Mafia elders discover the decades-old betrayal behind all of this, Dante will not get another chance at escaping death. Part 1 of Urban Warfare Preparing the Battle Space Sometimes decades pass and nothing happens. And then sometimes weeks pass and decades happen. Vladimir Lenin. Chapter 1. Thursday, June 3rd, 2010. Julian Breton stepped out onto sleek and pulsing 17th Street, unplugged, and immune to geolocation his pocket litter absent a mobile communications device. The twilight sun's low trajectory latisse between the glass towers of the financial district, lighting the street level on elegant secondary glows. A trim six-foot, Breton moved in graceful strides through the midtown throng. Clad in snug Adidas running gear, his caramel skin glistened where the sun touched it. He's clean-shaven, his afro-buzzed military short, with his green eyes and angular bronze face it's impossible to guess his exact ethnicity. Breton could be from anywhere. A block and a half northward, he arrived at the Benjamin Franklin Parkway. Six lanes wide, replete with grand cultural institutions, the parkway diagonally bisects downtown Philadelphia's northwest quadrant, a river-like opening through the surrounding urban density. Breton gazed the length of it, about a quarter mile up, the circular swan fountain at the center of Logan Square shot brilliant white arcs and pillars of foamy water into the air in concentric arrays. A half a mile beyond it, the colonnaded porticos of the Philadelphia Museum of Art loomed in a majestic haze at the paramount of the Broad Avenue. Breton launched into a brisk run in the direction of the museum campus. Crossing the automobile roundabout inside Logan Square, sunlight drenched Breton in the open spaces of the parkway, His slicing stride propelled him across the flat asphalt like a gazelle on a savannah. The downtown skyline soared up behind him with intersecting geometries and textures and hues. Muscular pillars and triangle-topped porticos stood noble sentry over the vast rotary intersection. As Breton raced across 20th Street, the parkway expanded to five traffic lanes in each direction, like a tree-lined Le Mans Raceway stretch. National flags from around the world hung from tall lampposts lining the inner motorway The canvases undulating in sparse breezes, their exotic graphics punctuating the boulevard's international flavor. Pumping his long arms, Breton propelled himself in sharp, disciplined strides across the glass lawns of the Aikens Oval. Arriving at the Philadelphia Museum of Art, he charged across its street-level pavilion and dashed up its wide flight of stone steps taking them two at a time, traversing the entire 72-step flight in about 10 seconds. He slowed to a rest at the museum's portico-level pavilion, ostensibly to stretch his legs. A museum guard lingered by the circular fountain at the center of the pavilion, a pudgy, middle-aged black man clad in the generic Renacop uniform of blue blazer, white shirt, black slacks, and tie. He sauntered in Breton's direction. Breton feigned indifference to him. They brushed past each other, exchanging neither word nor glance, the guard circled wide in his roundabout and shuffled towards the museum's grand entrance. The sun edged behind the museum as Breton lingered in the shadow of its colonnaded portico, pondering the epic sight of the Sylvan Mile Long Parkway and how it sliced diagonally into a huddled grid of skyscrapers in a phallic sort of way. The iPhone the museum guard handed Breton and their brush pass began vibrating. He put the slim gadget to his ear and murmured, Hello. A whiskey and nicotine-soaked voice came over, What's well, the Senate Intelligence Committee? An oxymoron. Good evening, Commander Breton. Good evening, Senator. He's waiting for you at Belgian Café, 21st and Green. Address him by the alias Pyramiter."